Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day. Good morning. I'm Adora Namigade, and this is The Rundown. Migrants are now subject to a 60-day limit on how long they can live in Chicago city shelters. A WBZ analysis finds that a majority of migrant shelter stays have been longer than that. The analysis of city data finds that roughly 7 in 10 shelter stays have been longer than 60 days. Under the new policy, the first wave of migrants will have to leave city shelters next month if they have not yet found housing. Through an open records request, WBEZ obtained city data on shelter stays as of November 1st. An analysis found that an average stay was 76 days for migrants who exited a shelter by then. If the city data were more comprehensive, volunteers aiding migrants say they suspect it would show an even longer average stay. Meanwhile, some advocates worry about the ripple effects of the trauma many migrants are carrying as they face long wait lists for mental health services. Trauma can have a lasting impact and pass down from generation to generation. Many migrants might not want to talk about their stressful experiences, but if they do, there's a shortage of mental health providers here. Steph Wilding is the CEO of Community Health. It's a free health center in Chicago that has been treating migrants. When we think about what the need for mental health services truly is, I don't think we even can begin to even fully understand the depth and scope of that. Individuals are still in their trauma. Wilding said her waitlist is the longest it's ever been. More than 100 people. But there are other ways to help migrants cope. Support groups, for example, have been popping up around the city. Five years after he was charged in a 19-count racketeering indictment, former Chicago alderman Ed Burke's fate could be in the hands of a federal jury as soon as today. Over the past month, prosecutors called three dozen witnesses, played 100 secret recordings, and say Burke's own words prove that he is a bribe-taker and an extortionist. Burke's team called just two witnesses and argued Burke didn't try to hold up development. They say he was just a stickler for the rules and wanted businesses to follow them. They argued as well that FBI agents had to convince developers and executives that they were victims. Today, the judge is expected to read more than 300 pages of instructions to the jury. Then they will begin to deliberate. She told jurors not to worry about how long it takes because she will give them the week of Christmas off regardless. Fewer people are donating toys to the Salvation Army in the Chicago area this holiday season. Yet there's been greater need this year. Many families can't afford to buy their kids toys for Christmas because of lingering inflation. That's according to Salvation Army spokesman Brian Duell. He says inflation stops people in need from buying extras. When a family has to make a choice between paying the rent, paying their utility bill, putting gas in the car, usually things like toys fall you know, to the bottom of the list. Duell says charitable giving is down as well. The Salvation Army is thousands of donations behind its goal and last year's pace, although he did not give an exact figure. He says there's also a significant increase in demand for other Salvation Army services, including hot meals, food banks, and shelters. Some quick things you should know today. A Chicago police detective is suing the city. She alleges she faced retaliation after reporting another cop that she dated for attacking and threatening to kill her. The Sun-Times reports the detective's lawsuit claims that despite producing threatening emails and other evidence of abuse, the city, quote, took no action to impose any consequence whatsoever, and she was then removed from her job in the homicide unit. 
A spokesperson for the city's law department declined to comment, citing the pending litigation. Metropolitan Brewing's last day was Sunday. The owners of the brewery say a large debt and a years-long rent dispute forced them to close. They have no plans to revive their business elsewhere. Today's weather, it should be windy with highs in the low 30s. And tomorrow should have similar temperatures, but with less wind and cloudy skies. Later today, we're talking about the most memorable Chicago news of 2023. I think my favorite was Chonkasaurus, the ginormous snapping turtle. Only because, like, all of the other animals in, like, the pantheon of, like, Chicago mascots that pop up have all been, like, these tiny, skinny things. And Chonkasaurus was, like, this huge, thick monster. My Rundown co-host Aaron Allen looks back on some of the year's biggest stories with Hunter Kloss, who writes the Rundown newsletter. They talk Chonkasaurus, NASCAR, police district councils, and the ongoing migrant crisis. That's all today at 1 o'clock. I'm Adora Namiga Day. Thanks for listening.